Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike show and the Bulldog. I have a leg injury and a foot injury right a now. A leg and a foot. Are they on the same side of my body? Side of your body? Yes. yes. Okay. Left. What happened to you? I got stung by a bee. And then I think I got stung by another bee. Oh, come on. I think I did. When did this happen? Last night. Last night? Last night. Who knew? It's Mike Shope. Huh. Just never thought about getting stung by a bee at night. I don't know. But there would still be bees at night. I guess. Not to sound like the flat earth thing. <laughs> there would, well, the bees just don't disappear when it gets dark. Okay. But I've never seen one at night. Well, it's dark. And the bulldog. Maybe they would not be out at night, but you disturbed it, so it came out and said, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, they weren't expecting I, I'm me. In, I'm in here trying to watch the Vietnam War on PBS, <laughs> and you're, you're what are you doing sitting down in the chair? It's, uh, this is my time. You are not supposed to. <laughs> right. This is our time. Right? That's what the B said. Right. So, For, but, on behalf of the other Bs. But, on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, all right. Good afternoon, everyone. I am the Bulldog. Happy to be with you on this Monday afternoon. Mike Shope has the day off today. Super Bowl week. We're there, baby. We've made it through the coaching hiring cycle for the most part. I think the Bills still need a quarterback's coach. I don't know if every job in the league has now been claimed uh, at the head coaching level and the, and the coordinator level. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they have. Uh, but we've, we've made it through that. The teams are in Vegas, and we've got football on Sunday. Uh, we've got a lot to uh, pour over here today, and hopefully it'll be a, a fun ride between now and 7 o'clock with me and Zach and a number of guests. At 4 o'clock today, I'm really looking forward to this because in part Friday, we had um, a couple of uh, Stefan Diggs media appearances, and there were quotes, and some of it was cryptic, and of course we're sort of talking about the $31 million in dead money, and like, who's our guy for that? We got a guy for that. Mike Giannitti from Track is going to be with us at four, not to just talk about Diggs' contract um, moving forward, but the entire off-season landscape for the Bills, if not some other important teams that they're competing with. The Dolphins and Chiefs will uh, touch as much uh, touch on as much as we can in the, I don't know, 20 minutes or so that we'll have Mike. But I'm looking forward to that at 4 sale. Capaccio at 5 to kind of pour over uh, some of that and uh, start gearing up for Super Bowl week. And then at 6, Paul Hamilton. Remember Paul, everyone? Uh, the Sabres were off last week. The league was 
going through their all-star break at the back end and through the weekend, but they're back up and running. The Sabres practice yesterday and today, and Paul Hamilton is is back on the job. He was he was away while the Sabres were away. That makes sense. And so Paul will join me uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. I, I have to start here. Uh, I want to I want to uh, admit something uh, to you. We don't have to dwell on it uh, because in the end, I, I feel like I've I've come out the other side already of my Bills lost in the playoffs postseason letdown depression. Uh, I feel like I'm already uh, and, and it was today that I made. Well, I, to say it was an important discovery is a little ridiculous uh, because it's it's not you know it's, it's, once I get there you're gonna be like really dude like you you needed you needed all this time to figure this out um, but like for me just being real just to sort of lay this on you um, I, I don't know if it's year over year over year of being here and doing this job which is still a ton of fun. Um, even through the disappointing losses. I mean, the, the, these days are way better than the first 15 years or so that Mike and I were working together. We've been together more than 20 years now uh, as an afternoon show on WGR, and we're, we're proud of that. And I, I enjoy it, and I still enjoy it. But, like, these these last few years where, where you know, the Bills are in a contending state, and there's so much poured into it. It's a very different vibe. Um, it, it takes more for me to sort of get over the disappointment because, you know, when you have hope and they end up being crushed, I, I, I mean, I guess, right? I mean, you, you, you lose in the divisional round for a third year in a row, like, damn. Um, it, of course, is way better, and, but also different. Um, I think emotionally, mentally, to go through that versus, you know, the like I referenced already, the first, you know, 15 years that Mike and I were together from like 2003 to, through 2018. Uh, just kind of like, all right, I mean, yay, we made the playoffs in 17. That was important. And I'm not blowing that off, but it wasn't like we're a contender now, right? 18 is Allen's rookie year. You know, just got to kind of grind through that. Hopefully the tree grows. And it obviously did and has borne tons of fruit and it's very exciting. But from there on, once you become a contender, like the losses, they they stay with you more. I was sort of numb, I think, during the drought. You know, it's just lather, rinse, repeat, like the instructions on the back of the shampoo bottle, you know. Go through the year. We don't really have any trouble. We're in the hunt. Yes, sure. Okay. And the year ends and, you know, a lot of the time in December, we're arguing about whether it matters if they beat the Jets or not. And you're mad at us because we're not impressed that they beat the Jets to improve to, you know, six and 10 on the year or whatever it was. And just, it was just a very different thing. Once you're good and you're contender level and you're, well, in 20, you're all game away from the Super Bowl. And then in subsequent years, of course, they've been two games removed uh, from getting there and, and, and actually you know, winning their first championship. It's just different. And for some reason this year, it, it, maybe it was just, I, I, I guess I, I, I thought uh, maybe this was their year. I, I don't know. Vibes check. 
it just takes me a little longer than it used to to sort of get back up for, you know, all of the stuff, right? The combine and the senior bowl and the 40 times and draft a wide receiver. Uh, Derrick Henry's a free hit. Just all the stuff, right? It just takes me a little while longer. And, and this year in particular, I don't know, um, you know, one one little part of that for me personally is um, – you know, my dad turned 90 last September. I don't know. Like, he's doing great. He's in great health. But every year that goes by, I just sort of think, oh, man, like another, got to wait another offseason. Like, I just, I, I want to get there. I don't want to be like so many of you that have had parents and grandparents and loved ones who never saw them win a championship. Like, so, yeah, a, but, but professionally, like, to do my job, like, that's not, you know, in my, you know, on my mind. It just gets harder. And I don't know if, if you folks are similar in that way or it just is, you know, change the coach. Uh, get some – you know, if you're just pouring into all the, you know, all the, all the mechanics of the offseason. Uh, but it's been a little bit more of a chore for me. But here's the, the good news is, for me anyway, and, and I guess by virtue, you, because I'm, I'm not going to sit here and just bitch and moan all, all afternoon um, – I, I, I set out today just to look at I'm, – I'm fascinated by Brock Purdy being in the Super Bowl. Last pick of the draft the year before last. So the 22 draft, he's the, he's the last pick of the draft, and he is quarter. Not only is he quarterbacking a team in the Super Bowl, he was an, an MVP candidate. I mean, I guess he still is. The award has not been given out yet. Uh, but everyone is just, I think, assuming Lamar Jackson is going to win the thing in a runaway. And so I'm thinking about Purdy and I'm thinking about Mahomes, the two guys that are going to be playing on Sunday. And I'm thinking about Jackson. I'm thinking about Allen and just thinking about quarterbacks. And I, <laughs> I, I have, I don't know if you've done this, if you've thought about this at all. Uh, I have their stat lines from the year and it's pretty easy to guy. I've already told you which four guys I'm talking about. So it won't, won't be hard to guess, especially like there's a few numbers in well, I guess Mahomes and Purdy maybe would be a little harder to discern which guy might be which, but I think like Jackson and Allen, there are dead giveaway clues. Uh, Fifteen rushing touchdowns, for example, and on Allen's stat line, you go like, okay, that's Josh Allen. Uh, Eight hundred plus rushing yards. That, that that's probably Lamar Jackson, right? You might like. I mean, Allen's excellent as a rusher. Mahomes ain't bad himself. Purdy not so much, but. You, you can probably figure out the, the like who who's who there amongst those two, right? The the full lines on on these players: Jackson, sixteen games, sixty seven point two percent completion percentage, thirty six hundred yards for an eight yard per attempt average, twenty four passing touchdowns, seven interceptions, eight hundred and twenty one rushing yards. Like I already said, five rushing touchdowns. Allen, seventeen games, he didn't get the rest, sixty six and a half. Completion percentage, 4,306 yards for a 7.4 yards per attempt average, 29 passing touchdowns, 18 picks. That's another number that would probably be a tell that that's Josh Allen's stat line, so I'm not going to fool around trying to hide it from you. 524 rushing yards, 15 rushing touchdowns. Let me give you these other two stat lines and see if you – Zach, Zach do you, are you super familiar with Purdy and Mahomes? Like their their seasons, the like you, yeah. Do you have like do you, do you have them committed to memory or anything? Not committed to memory, but I've looked at parties and I've gotten upset about it. <laughs> okay, here's quarterback A, 
Okay. 16 games. They both played 16 games. 67.2 completion percentage, 4,183 yards for a seven yard per attempt average, 27 passing touchdowns, 14 picks, 389 rushing yards, zero rushing touchdowns. Quarterback A. Quarterback B. 16 games played also, 69.4% completion percentage, 4,280 yards for a 9.6 yards per attempt average, 31 passing touchdowns, 11 interceptions, only 144 yards on the ground, and two rushing touchdowns. That's quarterback B. Which one's which? Mahomes is A, Purdy is B. Yeah. 31 passing touchdowns. It makes me mad. His, okay. his season makes me really This mad. is so – okay, you're perfect that we're together today. I mean, not, not perfect that Mike's not here, but whatever. Uh, it makes you mad. Why does it make you mad? I So I have an interesting relationship with Brock Purdy. Many people were introduced to him last year as the whole – he was the last overall pick in the draft, and the 49ers just fell into his lap, the whole thing. I watch Big 12 football. I am a Texas fan. I know Iowa State. I had to listen for two years as some draft, you know, an analyst, you know, whether it be Matt Miller or whoever, tell you that Brock Purdy might be a first round pick. <laughs> and then he would wow. have a bad season. Mm-hmm. And then it was a season where, oh, Brees Hall's the best player on their team, just don't give it to Brock Purdy. I knew who Brock Purdy was before he got drafted. And then he went to Kyle Shanahan, and my immediate thought was, oh, man, he's going to be solid. Like, I didn't think he'd be this. I did not think he'd right. be this. I knew he'd be solid. And then I found out. Maybe it was the Baltimore game that he had broken the record for season passing yards by a San Francisco 49ers quarterback, and I just saw red. I was like, there's no way Joe Montana and Steve (laughs) Young did not have at least 4,200 yards passing in a season. They never did. I think Montana had one 4,000-yard season. It was as a chief, and then Young had like two. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Right. Yeah, he's – I mean, Allen exists. Allen played one more game. If not for that, Purdy's – the the top name yeah. yards wise on yeah, this oh, list. I don't I don't know if these are the top. You know how the league stacked up top to bottom. I don't really care. Um, like for me, these are the four guys that matter. Two of them are playing this weekend. The other one's going to be MVP. The other one's our guy, right? So the, these are the four. Uh, and I don't need to work Justin Herbert into the conversation here. Okay, like just uh, not not interested right now. Or, or CJ Stroud, like guys who are good and 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 may ascend to this tier of football, but. So what I, I'm thinking about here, a few different things, and then I sort of stumbled into this overall make-me-feel-good-about-the-way-forward point as we immerse ourselves in, you know, which contracts to redo and who are we going to find in the bargain bin in free agency and what are we going to do with the draft picks and just all of it before we even get to the summer and practice and all that stuff. Do you root for Brock Purdy is a part of it to me. Like, because it's... I mean, we have no affiliation for the most part with the 49ers. They've never been on the other end, like on the business end of a disappointment for us. All those years in the 90s when both were powers in the AFC and NFC respectively, we never got that Super Bowl, right? Disappointing millions. Yeah. Uh, sure, at least, yeah, at least here. I, you know, San Francisco got theirs anyway, but we never got that that meeting. Um you know, the, maybe the most memorable regular season game between the two is one of the greatest games in the history of the NFL, the no punt game. So, like, there's not, they're not like sour, but like, and they're playing the Chiefs and Mahomes. And that is, you know, that can be complicated for the, that's a, that's the roadblock. That's the team in our way. 
But I, like, I wonder, like you, do you sort of hold it against Purdy that he's this good in the NFL because it doesn't make sense that he would be? Kind of. Yeah. I, 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 and I feel bad about that. I, I feel weird because I know a lot of people are rooting for Purdy. I am somebody, though, I, if anyone looked at my Twitter, like when they were playing the Lions or Green Bay, like just catch his interceptions, please. Like <laughs> they are softballs and no one's catching them. And it, it's not even just that for me. It's it, San Francisco does feel like kind of like the loser version of Kansas City in this like era. Like San Francisco has been awesome for like uh-huh. six years. But they've dealt with injuries, so they've had seasons where, like, we know they're maybe the most talented team. Even in last year is an example, yeah. right? Losing Purdy in the NFC last title game. a perfect game. example yeah. where all of a sudden Chris McCaffrey has to go out there and start throwing passes, and everyone's like, "What is <laughs> happening here?" But they've never won a Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan, even though they've been so talented. They've been really good. I mean, anytime their quarterback stays healthy, they make it to the NFC Championship game, if not win it. Where Kansas City just seems to figure it out and win Super Bowls, San Francisco's been able to figure out and just falls apart in the playoffs, whether it be injury or what have you. But it, it just it'll feel weird to me if a guy like a Brock Purdy does lift the Lombardi and you're looking at guys like Lamar Jackson, like Josh Allen. You brought up Herbert, so we'll throw in Herbert there too, and you're just like, none of them even played in the game yet, right? Like, let alone win it. And yeah. I don't I don't know. Like there there is a part of me and maybe it is a little bit of arrogance, like now that Allen is like my favorite team's quarterback. I would just, it would be like, oh, cool. So we're back to the Trent Dilfer era right. of the NFL where just <laughs> right. like the but, quarterback can just kind of show up and like everyone the, else is the, good. But the thing is that that is not what this is. Like, yes, there's an excellent team on both sides of the ball around this guy and tons of talent on that offense and a wizard for a play caller and offensive designer in Kyle Shanahan. But his number like, looks good. That, the, that, the, those stats are not the stats of a guy who's just handing it off to Christian McCaffrey 30 times yeah. a game and like standing in the back. I like, brought up Trent Dilfer. It, that's not hitting, no, like handing right. it off to Jamal Lewis and makes like three right. throws a game. He's the, a 4,000 yard it, passer, yeah. 30 touchdowns. It's, it's crazy. I hate the it. numbers. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like that, that feels like a little bit of like we've got, we've got, I think, I don't know, the second most talented guy at the position. In the sport, I like to think so. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I know we're in Buffalo, but I I feel like obje- around the league. Like I think if you're doing this exercise in Detroit, uh, I don't think you're putting Jared Goff up there. Uh, I I think Allen b- belongs there, and so can you? Do you get tangled up thinking about Purdy and like? Oh, wait, I, I'm paying. How? What am I doing here? I, seventh overall, two hundred and fifty million dollar contract, and I can't get out of the divisional round. And here's Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. Like, does that make you? Nuts? It doesn't exactly make me nuts at oh, all. It really, eats, it eats away at me. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's I, a problem. I, 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 I good. I, I like that. If anybody out there feels similar, feel free to chime in. 803-0550 uh, is the number because maybe it's a bit of a conflict because they're playing the Chiefs and they're playing Mahomes. And I, like I had no problem rooting for Mahomes last week, or you know what I mean, the, the conference championship weekend uh, against Jackson because I didn't want Jackson to achieve something that Allen hasn't achieved yet. It's uh, it's petty. It's uh, Founded in jealousy, I freely admit, but that was that I did not want to be in this chair fending off, oh, look, Lamar did it. Our guy can't. Ugh, just fine. So I got there. 
Super Bowl? Yeah, no. Like, I, uh, as much as I like a dynasty story and am loving the Taylor Swift stuff, I don't need the Chiefs to have another trophy. So if Brock Purdy wins it, great. Like, I set out thinking about that. I looked at those numbers and wrote them all down. And then I started thinking about the MVP a little bit. And, like, I don't know. I, I'm right there with anyone who, you know, three-quarters of the way through the season, certainly towards the end when, when Lamar went off late, like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's got the MVP in the bag. And I'm looking at the, at the stats. I'm going, how? Is it the interceptions for Allen? Is it because some of those rushing touchdowns were tush pushes? Uh, what? Like, how did we land here where – Jackson is such an overwhelming favorite, and of the four guys that we're talking about, two of whom are in the Super Bowl, one of whom beat both Allen and Jackson on the way to the Super Bowl, Jackson easily has the, I mean, he's got the most rushing yards, but he add it all up. I'm not sure I really get it. Like, I'm not here to necessarily, like, relitigate the... <laughs> The, the the votes are probably in the 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 award show is going to be this weekend at some point in the run up to the game Sunday and Jackson's going to win his second MVP I'm not 100% sure how we have allowed that to happen <laughs> I guess that's one thing the other thing the thing that really I arrived at that is obvious and made me feel better about all the whatever's going on with Diggs' is contract uh, and, and, and the salary cap for the Bills and how they're going to dig out and adjust things with different guys and extend guys and cut guys and make room and all the stuff and how long of a road it is to get from – we haven't even played the Super Bowl yet. And I'm telling you, the last, the last since the Bills got knocked out, I have been sort of – it's been a little – it's taken me a little longer to get my shoes on. You know what I mean? Like just oh, – we're just starting. It's still February. When's it gonna? When's it gonna be May? When like, oh, it's just it's exhausting a little bit to like sort of, you know, put the house back in order and go get ready to play the feud again. But looking at all uh, at at those numbers for those four quarterbacks and thinking about the MVP and Jackson winning a second one, most likely what's going to happen, it made me feel really good about all of this that I arrived at the conclusion that there is only one guy in the sport that I would rather have than our guy. That's it. There's only one guy. Mahomes. I mean, and, and you can even probably argue about that, but, you know, the accomplishments, it's not just about this year. I mean, Mahomes is... At Mahomes. a certain point, the resume. Right. Yeah. I mean, the hardware, like, it's there, right? So, well, sure, well, he's got Andy... Whatever, all right? Objectively... I think it's, and I don't think this is just, I live in Buffalo and I love Josh Allen and I have a t-shirt or whatever. It's realistically, I, I think you can objectively say there's only one guy in the sport you'd rather have at the most important position on the field. And that is, I mean, in a nutshell, that's your windows open no matter what. You've got that cat playing quarterback. And yes, all the other positions and the spots and the salary cap and all the stuff that really matters will matter and it will have an impact and we will have to hope that the Bills navigate all that as, as well as possible and make the right choices and draft the right players to supplement the rosters. They're going to need maybe as much as they've needed in a long, long time out of this draft class uh, that rolls in here in late April. But as 
as tough as it can be for me emotionally to sort of start this whole cycle again, man, did it feel good just realizing that. Like, again, not that it's a mystery, but, you know, sometimes something just sort of clicks in your brain. You go, oh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's literally only one other guy in the entire sport I'd rather have than my guy. And yeah, I can't seem to beat that guy in the playoffs. And that is, that is maddening. And I got to watch him play in the Super Bowl again. And that is frustrating. And there's, there's all of that. Um, but man, having 17 under center is a very good place to start your off season maneuvering. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Is it, do you agree with me that there's really, it's Mahomes and that's, that's the only guy you'd rather have. Um, you know, you want to talk about the MVP? You want to talk about how Zach is going to be made crazy by Brock Purdy uh, being in the Super Bowl? That is cool, too. 803-0550 is the number. We've got uh, plenty of time here in the next half an hour, 40 minutes or so for your calls. At 4, Mike Giannitti from Track. We will we will put the Bills off-season salary cap on the lift, so to speak, and really let the mechanic take a look at it. Looking forward to Mike being with me at 4. Sal Capaccio at 5 for some of the similar type conversation, and then Paul Hamilton on the Sabres uh, at 6. 803-0550, again, is the number. Mike Shope is off today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog. We'll stay, start plowing through your calls right after this on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 